Welcome to Burrows and Burbs, the episode 72, the beach cities of Los Angeles. We're going to talk about Manhattan Beach, the pearl of LA's South Bay. We're going to talk about Hermosa Beach, which I understand has two miles of beach frontage, and Redondo Beach, LA's ocean adventure capital. And we've got two experts, Cynthia Carvel and Misty Frazier, and you work together in the Manhattan Beach office, the LA office? We do, yes. Okay. And so I put some pictures here and I started to try and understand the difference between these three beach communities, but I have to say, I don't get it. So I'm glad we're having this show and I'm glad I have you two experts to help me understand the beach communities. Let me begin by saying we met when I went out to LA uh, for a conference and we met at, the, at Dana Point and um, I got to know you at, during the conference and I said, we've got to put something together because I don't really understand what the difference is between Dana Point and Palo Verdes and Manhattan Beach and Redondo Beach. And my daughter lives in LA. And I said, how far are we from LA? Oh, we're not that far. Well, could I commute there from Dana Point? And you said, no, no, you couldn't commute there from Dana Point. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. And then I said, you know, really, what most of us understand about the beach communities of LA is what we see on Selling Sunset. And I don't trust that what I see on Selling Sunset is really reality. So tell me about the beach communities that you live in, work in, and are expert in. Yeah, so here's the thing. I'm a native Texan and she's a Tennessean and we moved here over 20 something years ago and we've lived everywhere in Los Angeles, like Santa Monica, Hollywood, Beverly Hills, Burbank. And we ended up, we both were best friends. We both ended up in the beach cities, which is the South Bay of Los Angeles. Those of you who don't know it is the best part. It is. And so Los Angeles is actually a bay. So it goes from Malibu down to Palos Verdes. So it's a little uh, bay. And so right south of the airport are the beach cities, South Bay. So that includes Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, and then is Palos Verdes, the the big hill. And so we both uh, ended up down here eventually. And I have to say, it's my favorite place that I've lived in Los Angeles County. So I'm looking at, everybody sees the map here. We have Redondo Mm -hmm. Beach down below, Hermosa Beach, and then Manhattan Beach. And they're all right there. And you're referring to this bay is this big uh, C-shaped bay. That's the North Bay. And then Long Beach is the South Bay? No, no, no. Above, yeah. (laughs) There you go. That's the South Bay. That's the South Bay. Okay, and that's the South it Bay. Starts at Malibu and goes all the way down to the South Bay. Starts yeah. yeah. So these, so we're talking about Bay. this stretch of beach right here, Redondo to Manhattan, below the airport. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Can you just tell me, just to geograph, just to get a sense, how, what's the distance from Malibu to Hermosa? We know or in, to in Redondo. <laughs> So if you leave in the morning, it's about what, 45 minutes? If you leave in the morning, it's probably an hour. And it's probably, I'm guessing about 30 miles, 20 miles. Okay. I can tell you real quick, but it's, it's, it's the traffic. Cause you have to take the, you know, you have to take PCH. So depending on what time you go, it can be pretty daunting. 
Yeah. I think the big thing about the South Bay of LA is we're so close to the LAX airport. So that's both for commercial and the large private uh, FBO. So we have a lot of, especially in Manhattan Beach, we have a lot of athletes, CEOs that travel a lot, business people. So they can just be on the beach within 20 minutes of landing. It's pretty, pretty awesome. So our office right now is in Manhattan Beach and we can be at the airport. I have timed it. We can be at LAX in 11 minutes. So if someone said, I live in Santa Monica, I can do the same thing. I like it better. What's better or worse than like, is it better to be North or South? You're going to say South, but what's, what's the conflict? Like if someone so said, I've lived, in, I've lived in Santa Monica, I have lived in Santa Monica and it was great. I loved it. But, um, I, this has just a small town beachier vibe is in, in Santa Monica it felt like it was uh, a lot of tour, a lot of more tourists, metropolitan, more metropolitan beautiful. and everything that comes with that. But this feels more uh, small Homey. hometown beach is what this feels like. It's like um, a luxurious Mayberry by the sea. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Where the average uh, average home here is what like almost four million. Yeah. It's, so it's, if I'm a baseball player and I sign with the Dodgers, as many Red Sox did a couple of years ago, and I get out there and I don't know anything about LA, and I say, well, I think I want to live in Malibu. I mean, after all, I'm in LA and I've heard about Malibu, and I hear that's where the rich and famous baseball players live. You're telling me that's too far from the airport for, for a guy who's got to get on an airplane 80 times a season. That's too far away. It's a commitment. Yeah. It's a commitment. The traffic. Malibu is spectacular and we do sell Malibu. Like it, it's amazing, but it's a different beast to say Manhattan beach. Malibu is more isolated um, pockets, but Manhattan beach, you're all in very community driven. Like, Everybody knows everybody's. It's almost good and bad. Um, I think athletes gravitate here. That's why you'll see everyone is super tall, like a lot of tall people here. It's really bizarre. Um, they're super athletic. And then a lot of celebrities live here because they like the community and feeling just comfortable without having to uh, be accosted or anything. And, and with, with that, the Clippers, uh, their training facility is right down the road. Lakers facility is right down the road. And then you've got the LA Kings, their facility is right down the road. So they, they all love living in this area. But they love the lifestyle. And we're getting a lot of our clients are coming from LA proper, West LA, meaning the West side of LA, they're all coming down to the South Bay because our schools are exemplary. Like they are top-notch public schools. We also have some of the best private schools. And um, again, the sense of community, like people like raising their children in this community because you have the beach and just very uh, wholesome environment. So let me ask you something. In, in Manhattan, people were, for the most part, people, the center of the universe here is kind of Manhattan, right? Sure, there's tons of people live in Brooklyn and all these different places and there's lots of commerce and things that happen in those places, but it's Manhattan itself is the center of New York. Um, do people commute to downtown Los Angeles? Is there a big commuting, like there's a lot happening there or it's so spread out and people work from home. And so there's not, that doesn't exist and it's not a consideration. We do have a lot of clients that do commute downtown or into Hollywood. Um, and the great thing about this area is 
we're close to the 405, which is the main highway that gets you there. And so, so in that's the morning, really important eight o'clock, so let's just say you're in uh, Hermosa and you want to get, you need to get downtown and it's eight o'clock. How long does that take? Hour and a half. That's assuming, awesome. That's really good. <laughs> assuming there's no a good traffic day. accident. And the reason being is um, people, you, you come for the lifestyle. You don't want to live where you work. You don't want the hustle and bustle feeling, which some people do. And they don't live in the South Bay or they don't live in the beach and they don't live in the beach cities. Um, I see Meredith asked if there's a, like a movie studio. Yes. Avatar was shot here. Right here. I mean, right Manhattan Studios. Huge. I think James Cameron even has a house here in Manhattan Beach. Um, so is Santa Monica closer to downtown? Is that what a reason why someone might choose it? I'm just wondering why someone would say, yeah, you know, this is all nice, but I, but I want Santa Monica because. I believe it is a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. I do. Yeah. I believe it is a little bit closer and you know, it's, but it is more city feel. We're more like small point town. town. And, the, and to drive, like if you drove along the coast there from Manhattan Beach to Redondo Beach, how far is that? Uh, five, six miles. Oh, it's small. Yeah. Is that a half hour? That's a half hour. It, it is a half hour. It is a half hour. So how long to get into downtown LA if I worked, uh, you know, for, for Disney or? An hour and a half. An hour with no traffic on a, like on a Sunday. We have a lot of people who don't want the downtown lifestyle. They want the the smaller community feel, and that's why they come. They but if I have to, so the baseball players, I get it, and basketball players sounds like they, they their lives revolve around the airport. They have to pick the beach communities. But if I have to work for the studios, I, I I'm forced to go to the hills. Is that true? A lot well, of prefer they prefer that energy is, is different. But the, again, the training facilities for a lot of these uh, teams are right here, and so that's why we do have such an influx of of that. I know. Right, so I'm gonna I'm I'm switching you know, pictures. I got a picture here. So if I am one of those people with uh, one of those stars, and you drive me around a neighborhood like this, I say to myself, but I don't feel like I have enough privacy can you get me privacy in the beach communities and still be close to the beach for the well, right price yes <laughs> so manhattan beach is 3.8 square miles so everything is pretty damn close to the beach so and curious someone like curious. Ben is in a, you know behind his gates within manhattan beach yeah he has his gate his own little gated compound they have them but but yes and we also have, we have the village, which is that they have estates and the village is a gated community on the other side of PCH. That's where a lot of the ball players enjoy going because they want that extra security and privacy so that we do have those areas. Is it safe to say that also um, you might have some um, actors, directors, whatever, living up in the hills, Hollywood Hills, but have a place down at the beach? Absolutely. We have people in Manhattan, New York with a Manhattan Beach third home mm -hmm. or Dallas, Texas or Aspen, Miami even because it's just a different vibe. And to add to that, even when we jog the strand, when you know, and, and we love looking at all the beautiful homes that are on the ocean and this and that, but I'm shocked. I'm always shocked all these years how many are vacant. 
Meaning, I mean, they have furniture, but you can tell them no one's, I, I, we do it every day and no one is in there. And so these are like second, third, fourth homes. So you're having like 10, 15, $20 million homes empty. So can we talk about the housing stock a little bit? Because every time you see pictures of anything like that, they show you along the beach and all the houses along the beach. But when you walk away from the beach and you start getting, you know, a block, two blocks, three blocks, what are, what kind of product are you buying? Are you buying an apartment in a condominium building? Are you buying a single family house? Are you buying a duplex? What are, and what can you get for say, I don't know, $2 million? Well, you're not going to be really close to the beach for $2 million, but you can probably get on the other side of PCH. So you're still, you know, in the driving distance, driving distance, biking. Well, you could probably bike, not walking distance. We'll put it that way. But you're saying like a mile away? Yeah. So I would say maybe half mile away, you can get a three bedroom, two bath home around 2000 square feet. And then if I want to be within a block of that beach and I want... 2,500 square feet to 3,000 square feet? You're looking around four to maybe seven, eight million, depending on uh, views. Four that needs a a couple hundred thousand dollar remodel for sure. And what are those, what's that product? And what's it competing with? Because (laughs) it seems to me that now we're getting into four to $7 million territory now I'm starting to think, oh, those are those fabulous houses with views in the hills that look down onto L.A. And that's when people start to have choices in that four to seven million dollar range. Yeah. And that's not on the strand or even two houses up. That's above that, but still right like on near the beach. And, and you might have an amazing ocean view. So there is that. So what you'll get is a couple of things. You'll get a single family home that is built in reverse form, meaning all the bedrooms are below and the living spaces and kitchen are up top. So you can have the ocean view and also duplexes. So two fabulous homes, one attached wall so they can um, have yeah. more people. And be sure to pay cash because you can't get insurance in California right now. Wait, what? It's impossible to get insurance in California right now. Meredith, there's no mudslides on Manhattan Beach. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we don't get the mudslides or the fires. Yeah. We have a lot of clients that have second homes in California and it's virtually impossible right now. So that would be Malibu, um, Hollywood, the fire, certain areas Hollywood. of the Hollywood Hills. So those areas, and I will say whenever we have, when that happens in parts of Cal, other parts of Los Angeles, they tend to come to the South Bay because the land, the money, I mean, the views. We had a client who had a home in Malibu that burned down and they bought here in Manhattan Beach, they were going to rebuild. And they're like, you know what? I really like it here. I'm not going to go back. My kids are small. We love the soccer and we love all that. So we're going to hold off on rebuilding. So Malibu, we get a lot of- Meredith only has the most exclusive clients. So I think <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Now coming yeah. from Malibu, did they get more for their money coming south? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm. say that. I wouldn't say that. No, because they typically want the equivalent. Sometimes um, they'll either come here to Manhattan Beach or they'll go up to uh, Palace Verde's behind the gates and just get a lot of square footage, equestrian properties, big ocean views of the Queen's Necklace, which is the part of the bay. Um, yeah, so it just depends on on where you specifically you are. Can, can we talk about just a little bit of just short history of where you go? What happened 
to you guys during COVID? And what has, you know, yeah. and are you back to, are things kind of back to normal? Are they not? What has changed? So the first week of COVID, we're like, oh my God, we're done. It's dead. We're going to be housewives. This, our <laughs> lives are over. It's done. We're okay. And what was bad, you know, they shut down. The first thing they shut down was all the, the beaches. beaches. <laughs> which is so weird. We can't so go to the beach. You couldn't get out. You couldn't, like, you would get arrested if you were seen on a beach. We're not kidding. Strange. It was for how yeah. long? For how long? Did oh, that oh months, months and months before you could get back on the I beach. I mean, and we had the whole where the ocean turns blue because of all the, the creatures in it. So I'm sneaking on the beach to show my kids that. And I found a loophole. So if you have a, they have paddle clubs here. So if you paddleboard, you stand up paddleboarding, stand up paddleboarding, you can uh, get a club membership. If you had a club membership, then you could get out on the, on the water. That was your access to the water. And And, so we did so because that was our freedom, right? And we had backyards that we need more. Yeah. So it was dead I would say the first week and then all of a sudden it was like wildfire we were so busy and I think just about two months ago yeah probably two, two months, months ago it, it, it slowed, slowed down <laughs> and it's really interesting um we're now starting to pick up again so where are your where are your so for example so the deal volume is starting to pick up but where are your prices in comparison to like early 2020 2019 to now Hmm. That's a great question. I would say what, 20% lower. I would probably say 20% lower now. Lower. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. The, but, and they you know, went, they went really yeah. sky high here. Like it was super desirable. How long have they been lower? So what caused the lowering and, you know, yeah. What, what precipitated that? Well, I, I believe that our clients that want to make a move, they're waiting because they don't, they're, they already have two and a half interest rate. They are upset about moving and then losing that. And so I think they're all kind of waiting to see what happens. And even our but, cash buyers flip into a loan right afterwards. They don't want to use up their cash. And so they're waiting. So they're waiting. So everybody's waiting. And then but our that sellers, means that no one. But that means no one's selling. So you have nothing to sell. We're, so we're, prices been, should be. Pushing, a little further. We should be pushing up on price. Yeah, I don't get it. Up. Yeah. But interesting. It's not, happening here. it's not happening right now. It's interesting, but then you have like we have a buyer in Santa Monica, and it's hot in Santa Monica, like wildly hot. Why? John, isn't it 20% lower in New Canaan right now than a year ago? No, no. Interesting. Absolutely not. So well, it's in definitely Canaan, not the so, same. No, so absolutely not. So there's two things there, there's two things going on. In New Canaan, and Roberto's talking about this in New York, there's a shortage of inventory. So my house, your house, Roberto's house have all gone are a little bit more valuable a couple points, let's say 5% more than they were last year. Much has been made of the headlines where the average price and the median price in New Canaan, I don't know about New York, is up 20%. That's because more wow. expensive houses have sold. So more, you know, people couldn't find anything for 2 million. So maybe they bought for uh, 2.2. It doesn't mean that the $2 million house became 2.2 and meant that a lot of people stepped up 
to a higher bracket. And therefore, we've also seen a 20% getting... increase in the average, uh, both here, Darien and Greenwich. But I think your house and my house went up three to 5%, maybe 3% in the last year. And it's only because of a scarcity of inventory. Well, I'm seeing a real mixture of, um, if I I'm just throwing numbers out. If a house is a one seven five, it's selling for one six. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming in below asking. So I'm and glad you mentioned that. I looked up the stats for the three beach cities, and it said that those houses are selling for ninety seven percent to ninety nine percent of asking price. Is that true, Cindy, Misty? Average. No. I don't, I don't no. think that's accurate. So here's another big thing to throw in there. A lot of what those stats are not coming from what's selling off market. And a big part of our business is dealing off market. Off market. So you're not seeing the, the full picture when you're not work, actively working in this area. So Roberto and I come out there. You're, and my next question is going to be, what are the three questions you're going to ask us and Meredith yeah. to figure out whether we're in a, a Manhattan Beach kind of person or a Hermosa or a Redondo? But when we get there and I say, I've got $2 million rattling around in my pocket, how negotiable are these sellers? Can I go look at two, two houses with my $2 million, or am I not likely to get any negotiability? So let's talk about in, negotiability in, first. In this market, I believe that you can in this market. Last year, no way. Right. No way. But right now we're seeing a little bit of movement like that. Our first question would be is, who, no, who is your home cleanser or spirit guide? That's our first question. You're kidding, who, right? Are you with me? No. You <laughs> asked that, ask that of a, of a New like, Yorker? I'm confused already. <laughs> They're like, can my energy person walk through with you first before I even walk in? We're like, yeah, <laughs> okay. That sounds cool. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Pause. Ready? I don't know if she'll speak. But the first person to react to this show, she's on the call right now. I hope she'll turn on her microphone. Eugenie Desario, my client, 20 years ago, she was hired by, or more than 20, AOL to be the expert on that kind of things. Spiritual energy and um, she'll join the call because she said, She's very interested in the beach communities because her son has just moved out there. So, Eugenie, if you're on the call, I hope you'll uh, you'll speak up. I, yeah, I just unmuted. Do you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hi, girls. You're great. Hi. Um, we love it out there. My son and his fiance live in Redondo, so we've been out several times. Love it. They live on. Oh God, it begins with a C. They're a half a block from the beach in a Catalina. really nice apartment, Catalina. and then they're getting yeah. married in August at Terranea. August 26th. Oh, beautiful. So we've been I up there as well. And my come, nephew come lives up there. Yeah, my nephew, he's married. He's got a two-year-old daughter and another best friend of theirs. They live in Torrance. They don't have yeah. children yet. But yeah, it's a fabulous right. community. But in terms of, yeah, good energy in a house, that's what it's all about. I, mean, about, you know, right? I lived in New Canaan for a really long time. John was our broker who sold a large family house when we downsized. And we ended up moving over the border to Stanford. And yeah, it was like, as soon as I walked in this house, it's like, this feels right. And I'm a, yeah. I'm a painter now. So I have a painting studio downstairs. Yeah. But that's it's, my, that's yes. The energy of a, whole, okay. of a home is very, very important. 
and location. It is important. I think it was, um, that's one thing that's very different in this, in LA, I would say. I mean, we've had it where a home was not selling and it was absolutely because it was overpriced. And we know, and our client was an influencer and she decided to bring in a home cleanser and then a psychic. And the psychic's like, do you have, what was it? A, stat, a, a statue. She asked there was a statue buried somewhere around the house. And We're so like, we had to go to her and say, hey, do you have a statue buried somewhere? You're and she admitted that she did. And the psychic had told us that she buried it upside down, the wrong way. It was supposed yeah. to be upside down. Yeah, it's a St. Joseph up. statue. Yeah, everybody yeah, in Connecticut. We, we dug it out for her. She's like, well, everybody in Connecticut yeah. does that. <laughs> Oh, every cow, she didn't that. share that with us. It was the psychic that had to tell us that. And so we're like, and then she said, um, and then we got a deal within three days. I am not lying. We're like, okay. hold on, hold on. We got to go back. Let's just go back. Wait. The first quest, let's go back to this one. And please explain <laughs> it again. Cause I still, I don't get it. That this is the first thing you ask. What was this? It's fun. It's fun. It's like, so are you working with like a home cleanser or a spiritual energy worker? <laughs> what, you're not into that, Roberto? Right? I, know, I just. Very it's Californian. It's a thing. And then we were like, so, you know, and it's also numbers are a big thing. Numerology. Oh, yeah. yeah. Client now is like, look, my numbers, my number is three. It has to come out to the three. I'm like, holy cow. How, well, how do I think like it all boils down to the three? I'm like, Misty, how help me? How do we figure out if it boils down to three? So it omit in a tight market. Of course, it omits a lot of property that would have been perfect for her, and so it's going to take her ten times longer. Side note: uh, the psychic, her office is upstairs from the Douglas Elliman's office. Once and we get past, once we get past this spiritual energy numerology question. What might you ask Roberto or Meredith or Eugenie? More about your lifestyle. What are you What are you wanting from Los Angeles? Are you here to work? Are you here for a second home? Do you have a family? That's the first, like, what do you, who are you? And then of course, if they give us a $2 million, a $2 million budget in this area, but they, have, know, they have four kids. Yeah. I mean, they need four bedrooms, like. We've got a little. No, bit no, of I'm just talking about just, just me. I'm retired, and I don't have a job commitment. But I, I, I have a vague idea that I want to be near the airport so I can go to my other home. So that's how I found you. So what do you ask me next? Well, what do you like? What are your hobbies? What do you like to do for fun? What do you into? Because typically, it's someone's moving to the beach because they're into surfing, surfing, hiking, biking. Um, all that. And then we figure out where to put you. I'll give you an example. We had a family of four moving from Ohio. They call us and they're like, we really want to live in Manhattan beach. And that's the one that we have $2 million. We want four bedrooms. We want 3000 to 4,000 square feet. Yeah. So they cried on our shoulder for a week. And then we, we were able to get them in the thirties where they had some square footage and yeah, square footage. super happy. Love but it was, a, it was a sting for sure. Sticker shop. Wait, wait, before we move off of that. Sure, so you move them from Manhattan Beach, which is the most expensive of those three, to Palos Verdes, which is all the way south of Redondo Beach, right? Uh, a little higher than that, but yeah. 
Okay, why? Why is that less expensive? So if you go on the the area that's kind of more more the south, it's called Rancho Palos Verdes. You can get a lot um, a lot uh, more square footage for the money for sure. How would and you describe have, that area? Yeah, and then you can have a beautiful view of the uh, Long Beach of uh, Long Beach. So they wanted they still wanted somewhat of a view, or we would have put them in um, Torrance. Parts of Redondo, well, not so much Hermosa, it's too more expensive, but anything more inland is where we tend to put families, but they really wanted somewhat of a view. And whenever we took them up to Palos Verdes, it they was, fell in love. It they was magical in love. for them. They're really into yoga. They have a, like some yoga company or something. I have been chained to my desk for the last 40 years and I'm retired and I, I'm not an active person. And I just decided, you know, this is what I could afford the beach communities instead of the hills over LA. So I don't really know what I want. I mean, well, you know, are you single looking to get into mingle. a community of mingle? Are you, is it you and your significant other, or your spouse? Like those are very specific questions. We have one woman, um, she's, she lived in a home in Torrance and she's like, I am newly single and I want to be in the action. So we put her in South Redondo, Catalina, and she is in heaven. So it, for us, it's really making sure they're in the right area, the right pocket. Sure. And we have moved people to up into the Hollywood Hills, Hancock Park, because um, the beach cities just didn't work for them. We're I'm not a very good, I'm not a good case study. Jake, Eugenie's <laughs> son, he's in his 20s. You said he's in Hermosa? Redondo. He's in Redondo. Okay, we got to unmute. Great so he's area. in Redondo. And you said he's how old? She I think we lost her. But All right. So uh, tell me about Redondo. So Redondo is fascinating. Yeah. yeah so there's like two parts of Redondo. You have North Redondo and South Redondo. North Redondo is actually east. So you're not going to get any ocean views and you're not going to be walking to the beach in North Redondo. South Redondo, you can, is right by the beach. So um, it, South Redondo is a little bit more price per square foot. North Redondo, you will see it's just, it's dense. Um, they don't have a, more, a lot of them don't have sidewalks. It's just dense. We have more two on the lots there, which yeah. is two homes on one lot, it's like two separate homes. Uh, sometimes there's an attached wall, sometimes there's not, but definitely dense, more zero lot lines, not a lot of yard space. Uh, when you go down to South Redondo, you're close to the beach. Yeah, more space. It's a little space. pricier. But there's also what is called the Riviera Village area, and that's way south. And it is where all the restaurants and bars are, and it's just beautiful. And that's south of the Redondo Pier. I'm unmuted now. Um, did you that's where your son lives, right? Probably my son probably lives on, yeah, area. I remember now. It's like 1301 South Catalina. Yeah. And they're like a half a block from the beach. Now, he just turned he just turned 34. His fiance will yeah. be next month. And they both yeah. have really good jobs. They're paying a lot for their place. It's um, upstairs, downstairs, half a block from the beach. You see it from their yeah. patio. And that's yeah. what they wanted. They lived in downtown Stanford. Um, he lost a lot of places before he got this one. Just grabbed, yeah. you know, he's basically like, get me in. 
and the woman rented to them and they're very happy. But, you know, as far as being homeowners, even with good jobs, it's a way off for that area, yeah. but they love it. They love the area. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. But they said, we, you know, we're spending stupid amounts of money, but we love it here. And I was like, well, that's great. That's what you should be. That's the way you should be living in your 30s. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is recently they have started in South Redondo, they have started a music festival. It's called the Beach Life Festival. And I think they've, this will probably be their fifth year, I think, but it has been such a big deal. It's right on the beach. And of course, this year they have Gwen Stefani playing and the Black Crows and this and that. And it's like a three-day festival and it has become so big so fast where they actually started having a beach life ranch festival and so just it's really fun it's in May and so you know that area they do a lot of cool fun things and yes it's the beach life festival is right there by the marina right and so it looks like this marina is the center of the action it's a big deal it's It's a lot of restaurants and stuff is yeah. that the expensive neighborhood to be close to the marina or, and the further you get away, the further you are from the action? Um, well, you know, Redon- South Redondo has a few areas that are popular. And I would say, you know, the Riviera Village is probably a mile south of that. That's a really hot neighborhood. There's not a lot of, uh, there's more uh, small condos around the marina. Um, so it's just a little bit different. There's more small condos or like one and two bedroom condos around. And I saw Perry say that the homes seem very close together in Manhattan beach. The closer you are to the water, the more it's going to be denser, the further you are away, then you can have, uh, like East Manhattan that there's, um, land, there's more, there's like estates, but also just nice family homes. How much places come with parking? (laughs) so parking is really tough in what we call the sand section so you're going to get your which is closer to the beach beach. you'll get your garage space and then there are community areas to park but it is if you i would imagine everybody has a car when you have a party you are bringing in a valley absolutely because you're bringing in a valley to park east manhattan no problem yeah there's parking can we talk about the taxes we talk about taxes. You guys just are starting a, a transfer tax. I'm assuming that's yeah. a seller tax. That, uh, that just started. Is it a seller tax or is it a buyer, <laughs> like a mansion a tax? Seller it's tax? a seller tax. And it's above five million, I believe. And I should it know. Does, a whole it doesn't start lower than that? <laughs> What's that? A transfer tax is not for properties lower than five million. Uh, we do have transfer tax, but not as hot. Like they're really jacking it up for uh, five million and above. Mm-hmm. Do you guys tra- have can't really exact amount of the transfer tax right now for normal? But it's not. Do you guys think that's going to affect your pricing at all? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I think that it's going to be one of those items where we're going to once we get in, at, we're going to have to start negotiating that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do believe that, which of but course is it makes. Different? But the is it gener- like here we have a mansion tax for the buyer, which over a million used to be at one percent for anything over a million. Now it's a graduated scale and it goes up and up and up at a at you know two two million is like one and a quarter, and then you get into four or five, ten million, and it's up in like two two percent, three percent. You know, it starts really graduating up. That's a buyer tax. The transfer tax is a seller tax, which is to the state That's and to the right. city, which is also it's like you know one point eight two five percent added on top. So. 
that's, you know, there's a lot of money going around there. So I'm just curious, the transfer tax that they're instituting, is it, is it supposed to be a seller tax? Yes. yes. Okay. I think we're trying to follow in your footsteps or something because like, <laughs> we are so taxed here. <laughs> are you, so that's the so other tax. We call it the weather tax. <laughs> that was one of my questions. You have to be, you guys have to be losing people. Like we're losing people, right? We're losing people to Florida and to Texas and things like that. The whole region in some ways. Are you guys losing well, I mean, people to no, those same spots? Great. Yeah, so here's the thing. We're, we lost a lot of people to Texas, Florida, Florida Montana, Idaho. Idaho. But we got a lot of people from New York, New York Manhattan. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A lot of people. And the biggest thing is we want a different lifestyle. I'm tired of this. I want, I'm like, oh, okay, come on. Uh -huh. A lot of New Yorkers here. Um, where else? Because we're used to the taxes. Boston, Boston and Chicago. We're just seeing an influx, certainly from the East Coast. Oh, for sure. And I don't they, think they like enjoy what we've got. Like they are like in, hardcore Californians all of a sudden. Yeah. In contrast to Roberto, in Connecticut, where we have roughly 150 towns in Connecticut, each one sets their own tax rate. We are beginning to set a, a transfer tax, a mansion tax for properties over two and a half million dollars. It's starting this year in Connecticut. But aside from that, aside from the, the transfer tax, people shop for their communities in Connecticut, uh, partly because of the quality of the schools, partly because of the commute. And you and I have talked about the commute to downtown and the commute to the airports. And in every show for the last 70 shows, we've been talking about the importance of the airport as a driver of the current real estate market. Uh, the people in Vero Beach said that when the airport shut down for renovations, uh, it affected their real estate. It, that airport just opened back up and they couldn't be more excited because they now once again have direct flights uh, back and forth to Westchester. So uh, I guess what I'm wondering is what are people shopping for when they're trying to differentiate? Because you're taxing Redondo, Manhattan, Hermosa, and downtown LA and Malibu, they're all being taxed the same way. So mm -hmm. when tax no longer becomes a factor, we've mm -hmm. already talked about the airport. So what are the other factors? You said something about schools when we started the call, and it seems like that oh. might be a major reason to pick one town versus another. It's a major reason. It's probably one of, one of the biggest reasons. It's also, um, we're, we're known as the bubble. We're, we live in a bubble. Our community is so um, close-knit, very clean, and you're not going to see what you see everywhere else in L.A. because we're, we're just... Even though we're place. L.A. County, you're not going to see some of the same. same. And having said that, we... all This is all the time. We always have, and for 10 years people we've had an influx coming in from the west side yes and then once they discover the, the schools south Bay Beach and all that schools and the community because they're having to that. pay for private schools and so then they have to make that decision they come down and they they look around and they're like why are we paying for private schools when we could live by the beach and then our kids could go to these amazing public schools 
And then they get involved in the school system, right? Then they get very involved. And then that's how they meet people through the school. One major component, major component, the schools. Are you allowed to say who's got the best schools or do you have to name like three or four? You know, they're all getting all of the South like Bay. 10 out of 10s on, on the, the scale. They're all getting like nine and 10 out of 10s. Uh, Manhattan, Redondo, Hermosa, Palos Verdes. They're all fabulous. Most of Torrance. Amazing. I mean, I, we love it. We have kids here. And, it, and the schools bring a community. And that's what we've seen through COVID. Like, I don't know how it was where you guys are, but we had, uh, you know, we're doing pick like kind of like wine picnics with our neighbors in the front yards and pods for the and kids po- and kids had pods and everybody, a lot of people at that time, they converted their garage into like play space. So other kids could come visit and leave the garage open or whatever, all these pods and stuff. So that was yeah. like really popular when the especially when the beaches were closed and now people love that community feel and they continued a lot of that we're really big into our green space our beach people are very involved in the community i mean we are a part of so many clubs like kiwanis and leadership Leadership. and we run the the manhattan beach santa float every christmas for like 14 days like we're committed and it just becomes a really rich life. And that's what we like to provide a rich way of life, community, fresh air, sunshine. How, how much private schools, a big deal where you are. Say it again. Are private schools like a big thing there or not? That if you live in West LA, yes. Yes. Because the private, yes. um, The public schools are, not so great. And West LA um, is what? Like above Santa Monica? Um, it's like Westwood, Brentwood, um, Westchester. Westchester. I mean, it's yeah. like from the airport north, north and east. And east. Okay. Marcus, uh, we have a few clients that send their kids to like a like um, Chadwick is really yeah, which is up on the hills in Palos Verdes. That's really popular, uh, but they're they're very few. But so you you mentioned Torrance. Torrance yeah. is uh, the big the big town, a little bit inland of these three beach four beach communities. Exactly. Yes. Okay, so I get to be a little bit closer of a commute. LA if I'm in Torrance and yet accessible to the beach. Correct. Yes. And it sounds like I can get more acreage, more land if I'm in Torrance. For sure. I don't know about acreage. Let's relax. But you get a lot more space. Uh Like that sounds like a new canon talk. Yeah. I want it when you said more land, I was like, oh great. We have one acre, two acre, and four yeah, acres. We don't have, what do you want? Yeah, we don't have. You're looking at don't uh, have this. six million up <laughs> here. So just to clarify, so Manhattan Beach is really the most expensive in the area, right? Yeah, because yes, that's right. what my son said. <clears throat> and Hermosa yeah. is, is also expensive. I mean, everything it's, is. It's, everything it's is. It's I mean, like it's neck and neck below yeah. uh, Manhattan. Yeah. So interesting is... A big part of Manhattan Beach is owned by the Skechers family. No Skechers mm-hmm. footwear. Mm-hmm. 
So um, it's just a, it just, it's a very affluent area. Um, and I think it's because of the proximity to the airport and downtown. So it's easier to get to your destination, whether you, even if you work in Hollywood from Manhattan beach, than it would yeah. be South Redondo or Torrance. The South Redondo, honestly, from Manhattan beach is not, it's five miles, but it is 30 minutes. It's 30 minutes. It's because just you're this route. little rectangle. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. That's it. That's it. Our little, little sweet home. <laughs> South Bay. South Bay. I mean, I think you guys need to just book a trip. Come on down. Come see us. We'll take you to El Trosco, but I think we'll take you to Ponchos or we also in Manhattan Beach have a lot of, we have like a Michelin star chef that opened several restaurants that are insane. They have fabulous <laughs> restaurants in South Bay. I am so glad to hear it because according to this map, the only restaurant you have is in and out Burger. No, our cuisine here is amazing. Like, um, there's great restaurants. Great yeah. restaurants. Can we talk like, about your business? Can we talk about your business a little bit? About like, how did you guys meet? Did you were you friends before? How how are you generating business? Where is it coming from? Like, can we just and you know, do you have assistants? Yeah. Do you have other people you work with? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So Cindy and I, I am originally from Memphis and I was just trying to get the hell out of Memphis. So in college, we were in, uh, I met her in San Antonio and um, we became great friends. I was only there for two years and then I ended up making my way out to Los Angeles. It was my dream to live in California one day. And so I eventually made that come true. And then strangely enough, Cindy ends up showing up like a few years later. And at that time, you know, we were single and having fun and we all, everybody lived in different areas of Los Angeles, which has, I didn't understand how beneficial that would be for us now, okay. but the way that we know the city, cause we've lived everywhere. And um, so she was living in the South Bay and I, you know, at that time, Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Manhattan. Yeah. And so when I would come down Here's and visit, we were like, amazing. Yeah. We're like, well, you know what? We're getting married. Our lives, our are, lives gonna are gonna be, be over. over. Together. And I was, I had already had a real estate career <laughs> as had Cindy. And so we just thought, let's do this. And we partnered up and, and here we are all these years later. And it's been fun and we'll always be best friends because we have too much dirt on each other. Have very too many bodies. <laughs> Yeah, we'll always be we're stuck together for life or we'll go to jail. I'm so, showing your um, I'm showing your Instagram right now because you said I want to talk about selling the lifestyle and I want to talk about the importance of social media to to illustrate the lifestyle. So what are we seeing here on your Instagram? What are we what are we telling people about the Southern California lifestyle? Well, first of all, most of our business comes from referrals. Like I would say 95% are referrals um, from our friends, family. From the networks that were networks Kiwanis, or like we said, Leadership Manhattan Beach, all these different clubs that we do. We yeah. have really, really worked, um, worked that and it's been great. I'm originally from Spain and I grew up in Texas. Misty where in is, Spain, where in Spain were you born? Just curious. Rota, R-O-T-A, near Marbella, <laughs> little tiny town. I was just there. My fa I have half my family is there. 
but having that. I've been there. I've been there. You have? Oh my gosh. Like this big. Yeah. I love it there. My my aunts and uncles are all there. Cousins, you know, we like we're all over. We're we're all over. But having that uh, European background and Misty's Porter Filipino, we're both very, like she has family in the Philippines. We're very well-traveled. So our clientele come from all over the world. And we've both chosen this little piece of world to live in because for me, it's super similar to where I was from in Spain. It's just that really comfortable lifestyle. Um, And we travel a lot. We love our friends and we love our lifestyle. So whenever people recommend them to us, we show them the community. It's not just about finding you a home. You're now, you're now in, you are in our family circle and people love it. And if they don't, they probably won't work with us, <laughs> but they all, they always do because yeah. there's something special about not just finding them a home, but Hey, we're going to take you to the top three restaurants that we like in this little section. And I want to introduce you to so-and-so they, they teach little, little league and you have two kids and you're going to love them. Really getting them connected, really getting them connected. That's our, so our Instagram is just, you know, our brand and it's just pretty much who we are minus what's what's the handle on the Instagram. It's really tough. Cindy and Misty. Really hard. C-I-N-D-Y-A-N-D-M-I-S-T-Y. And also we answer to Mindy. We get that a lot. We get it all the time. Mindy. We oh, you've got 35,000 followers. You must be doing something right. What is your secret? I mean, we all want an international clientele to discover us and be and ask us to be the concierge of their home buying experience. <laughs> but you're actually doing it. So What's your secret? Well, I think it's evolved a lot. I think that it's so different than when we first started. It's like we didn't know what we were doing in the beginning. And then as you start kind of seeing responses and stuff like that, then you kind of get better at it. I think we've just gotten better at it. I'm so lucky, thank God, that Cindy comes from a, she, she was in the acting world before. And I am so grateful because she really has that vision and is the one that really takes care of all this. I just I need someone it. to tell Super me fun. what to do and say is all I need. That's not, I don't have the artistic vision for all this. She really does. And it, and it takes that. It takes that. It takes showing who you are because people want to know that you're not fake on social media. That's, it has to be who you are. Because that's what people look at to see if they want to even work with you. So it kind of weeds out the gnarly individuals that we don't want to work with anyway. You know, it's just, we may not work for you, but we work for a vast majority because we love what we do. We love our friends. We like bringing you in if you're good and, you know, we'll bring in your psychic too. We don't care. We're equal opportunity. But uh, I think social media is being authentic and not being afraid to make mistakes. I think the mistakes you make on social media makes you real. So when you stumble Humbling. and it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's really great advice. I, I think people are, they worry too much about what am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? I'm like, oh, get on chat GPT. If you don't know what that is, like go on Google, it's AI and it's insane. It can tell you what to like, we're not using it yet, but for anyone in my office that worries, it's 
Great. But it's being authentic within the subject matter you're talking about. And that is what I see most agents do, especially in our in our office, is they, they're always asking, what, what do I do? What do I say? And then they overthink it and then they don't do anything. And then a year passes and then another year passes. They haven't done anything. And it's really you just kind of have to jump out there. If you're not sure, go on somebody, go on some other agent that you like that's maybe not in the neighborhood that you like do whatever they're doing or, or make it your own, but that's an idea. So do something. And on that, you can copy everything we do. We don't care because when you do it, it's going to be in your style authentically and automatically. So just do it. I mean, that's what we're going to do. But you, you, have to follow, follow, but you have to follow, but you got to follow us, like, make some <laughs> but it's, it's really interesting <laughs> advice because people feel that People feel that, you know, I got to appeal to everyone or people aren't going to like that. People are going to like that. I say, well, those aren't your clients, but there's not, like, there are enough people they're out not. there that are going to be, they're, not gonna make it. they're just going to be attracted to who you are and they're going to be the right people to work with. Yes. Absolutely. There's yes. always going to be people that don't like you. It's just the deal. And we're okay Be-yourself. with it. We're okay with it. We have enough. There's abundance. There's enough for all of us. If they don't like us, I'm going to refer them to someone else and I'm going to make 25 to 30%. <laughs> all right. right? So here, can you sell me one of those houses up on a cliff overlooking this beach? You Let's know do it. Let's do it. You know this. Come how on much? Down. How much for one of those houses? Six million. Six. Well, that? I mean, if you don't need a yard, I can get you in there for. I don't. I don't need a yard. I just need a view. You know that one. So, I don't like. There was one that. Um, there's one that we're working on trying to to get, and it's up on the hill like that, and we're looking at 15 million. A lot okay. of a, there's a lot of equestrian properties up there, and they actually do have acreage. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, honestly, you guys, there's something magical about an ocean view. It's like an instant masterpiece. Every sunset is insane. It's beautiful, even when it's a little cloudy. Um, you don't have to have art on a whole wall if you live on the beach. It's awesome. All right. And when I come down here, I see a couple in Long Beach and I see L.A. Do you want to oh, yeah. take us through one of these? Yeah. So here's the thing. There is we our prices came down, but there's such low inventory right now. We sell we sell our stuff pretty instantly because we have a network. So we try to sell off market as quickly as possible. Um, I love, long- I loved this listing on dairy. What does that mean? It's physically, oh, it's, a, it's a dairy. Oh, no, 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 no. That is a home in Long Beach. And there are about seven life-size statues of Jesus, Jesus in the living room. I love it. And the owner is lovely, lovely woman. <laughs> she wants 800,000 for this. And it's worth. Six. Oh, see, I see, see the crucifix. See one of yeah. them. She she took down several, but that's in I would say one of the least desirable areas of Long Beach. Okay, it has, it, be it has a lot of illegal. I think it might could have some add-ons that maybe weren't. How, yeah. how long has that been on the market? Too oh, long. for a long time. We've had a lot of offers on it. We, she won't yeah. take them. Try, we yeah. trying to let we let her go. Like, please, maybe you need someone else to work on this one because it's a great it's a great investment property. If if 
you put some money in. Yeah, yeah. it's a great investment property. $300,000 can make this amazing. Yeah. And well, so I'm we have excited the because I it felt like it was affordable. So tell me about the neighborhood. I mean, what am I missing about the neighborhood? You know, bad schools. Um ooh, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. You can you can look up the you, you can go look up on, some information on the, on the MLS. <laughs> yeah. Or call us offline. It's you know, I think it will eventually gentrify, but right now it's just it's just a little tougher of a neighborhood, not as safe, I would say, for, for compared to our area. Yeah. yeah. Or how, like how far is that from Los Angeles? From the city? In Long Beach. So it's still within LA County. It's within but, LA County. So from like downtown LA or or even from Hollywood, it's probably an hour. Oh, so we didn't talk about this. Do you guys have assistants? Do you have showers? Do you have administrative people? Yes. What do yes, you have? have? What's your team is made up of what? Well, it's us, and then we have an assistant and a TC, a full-time TC. Full -time TC and then what's we that? have transaction, transaction coordinator. coordinator. So Perfect. we have what's called escrow. We don't have attorneys. So we do all the work. Um, and we have, you know, we have we have someone to help us with all the pushing paper. Let me just tell you, as a guy who's uh, watching one of his deals fall apart because the attorneys won't call each other this week. Uh, having escrow, not such a bad thing. When I really? talked to seller's attorney, Fred, and he explained why he's using the Bridgeport contract, but Ken wants to use the Fairfield County contract. And Fred said, and Ken won't call me. I mean, my phone, you know, is uh, always available. And That's I thought to myself, yeah. really? We have a deal falling apart because Fred, Fred and Ken won't talk to each other. I can't believe it. That's so be sad. thankful. Be thankful yeah. you have a transaction yeah. coordinator. Really? Okay. Yeah, I get it. As soon as I'm like, oh my it. gosh, the headache of making it. So a vast majority of what we do, like, we, yes, we are rainmakers. We bring in business, but our skill set is from, you know, opening escrow to close of escrow. That's where we make our money. That's how we differentiate ourselves is making sure the deal gets closed because people's emotions get involved and egos get involved and doesn't have to, they want to sell, you want to buy yeah, that request. You want to pairs can get you. Yes. Yeah. So it's been, it's so been yeah, talk more about the process out there. This is uh, unusual for both Roberto and for me that oh, you, um, you uh, that that escrow is a big deal opening and closing escrow there's a middleman yes so they push all yeah. the paperwork and make sure everything is like copacetic and no one's you know doing anything funny but it's whatever you have an accepted offer all the documents everything goes to an escrow company and they open what's called open escrow and they just make sure everything's signed and agreed upon and then we go through the request for repairs process and different cities and different parts of Los Angeles, like in, in Los Angeles, you're supposed to have the 9A report, which is a building report, which you have to get from the county. And sometimes that can take forever. So you're depending on your escrow company to order it immediately and to make sure that it gets in because you will not, you can close without it as long as the buyer signs their life away. And if you're representing that buyer, I would never, ever let them sign that. Yeah. So there's little things that really important items that escrow has to handle for you that you're assuming they handle for you on the backside. And then of course we have a, all of our, um, what do you call it? Like water 
water uh, restriction. Oh, all of our restrictions. Of course, I'll give you an example. Um, <laughs> we this, we're going to tell the toilet story. God. <laughs> So we sold a, 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 a in the village. It's a gated community, really beautiful ball player. He moved his family in, and it was completely decked out, remodeled, and so it had these like ten thousand dollar toilets in every room. So there, I think there was three bedrooms. And so the one thing about Manhattan Beach is they have stricter guidelines than anywhere else in California about as your far water as, as as the flushing goes. I guess so. I think it's. I don't know what it is, 1.4, and the rest of the city is like two, yeah. let's just say for numbers. Anyways, um, the agent was not from Manhattan Beach, didn't know about it. Her escrow company didn't tell her about it. And so um, they start, they, we can't close without it, right? And the buyer didn't want to sign on it. So now we're arguing over $30,000 in toilets because they were going to try to put in the $100 ones. They were trying to switch and so out. like little things like that, escrow is supposed to be handling. So thank God we have a great escrow company here, Portfolio, that they watch over all that for us to make it make sure that we close on time and that those little things are happening and that we're getting all the reports that we can get. Escrow can break you. For sure. So when choosing a real estate agent in California, it's very important to, to ask that question. I mean, they can't be just a great marketer and well connected. They have to have relationships with, to, with your, you know, other people, professionals like your escrow companies and their escrow companies should know thing. They should know the differences of the different towns and what's required. Are and these licensed people? Do they have to go through some sort of qualification to be an escrow agent or whatever? Um, definitely an intense training because the paperwork is pretty intense. It's like, like but they're not all attorneys. The officers we work with they're in ciphers. They've been in the business for 20 something years. Yeah. So you need that. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> it's brutal. So and, you know, what's really so interesting. We're going to wrap up. I want a forward looking, I want the future. Where is this market going I woke up this morning, had a meeting with some people who told me that the recession is coming, but maybe in 2024, that there's a lag behind the Fed actions uh, before we're going to start to see the, the effect of that. Now, you said you're already seeing some of the effect of that in the California market after the stratospheric highs. What is your prediction that you've already seen the worst of that? That's already sort of built in to your expectation? Or do you think that that uh, we're going to go flat or or is it possible that we could even we could go down a, a bit before we see the bottom? So one thing I, I always go back to is because we were we were we went through 2008. Right. And one of one of the things that I feel really grateful for is it was different here on the beach than it was everywhere. We have a saying when it's when it's bad everywhere else. It's good at the beach. We're kind of hope we're at least holding, right? Yeah. We didn't we didn't see this like yeah. crazy dive like everybody else when was. It's good everywhere else. It's insanely amazing at the beach. Yeah. So we 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 didn't really like 2008 wasn't too painful for us. We're pretty steady. So going moving forward, our crystal ball says, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it says. <laughs> We've heard both sides. We're seeing some movement right now, but 
it doesn't matter. What we're doing is we're doubling down on our work, making sure branding's tight. We're pushing out more material, talking more, shaking hands, kissing babies, having parties. We do a lot of entertaining because our people love entertaining, large and small. Uh, we throw housewarming parties. We're just more active because whatever it does, it's the person who's putting in the work that's going to get all the business. And I will tell you this, I, I my aunt, the analysts that are always talking about this, they're all from Manhattan. They're all from New York. And what they, last week I was having a discussion with them and they just believe that they, uh, that we're going to see the rates dump down and that it's going to activate this market. They really do believe that, that it's going, that we're about to see an, another like push on that once those rates come down a little bit and they believe that. So we're Your ready. People. So we're ready. And I hope all you guys are ready too. And especially do things that you love to do with the people you love to do it with. And then they bring their friends and that's your business right there. Then you're happy. You're doing something you love and, and business will come easier. We're just double downing on marketing right now for sure. I love this lifestyle approach, Roberto. I mean, <laughs> we keep coming back to... We keep coming back to, you know, live your best life. And I don't think they've seen this show. We are hard-boiled New Yorkers, and we talk about uh, economics. And a lot. there's lots of math on this show. So uh, this is very refreshing, where I say, what's the prediction? And you're like, yeah, you know, um, this is the beach. This is the beach. And people want to be on the beach. So, uh, Crystal, what is the around. beach going to do fine? We were yeah. around in 2008. Like we saw it, like while everybody else was like dying oh. out there, we were just kind of like, everybody's, you know, we're holding. Everybody never suffers. It's interesting because, you know, in Davos today, they talked to Jamie Dimon and he was, they were asking him this, that, and the other. He goes, I can't worry about the weather. The weather's going to do the weather. I got to do what I got to do. And he's like, it all just going to be okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> and this I is exactly that. what you guys are saying. Well, we're tired. You know, there was a whole cultural phenomenon about hustle and the hustle, and I'm hustling hustlers, and I don't want to hustle. Y'all want to hustle? Y'all can have it. I don't want to hustle. I want free and easy, free and easy, <laughs> right? I am done with the hustle and the grind. I don't want y'all can have it in New York if y'all want it. We'll let you have it. We're gonna just Roberto. Finish. I'm learning that the second hour of this show, we're really gonna get. We're going to get the onion is going to be peeled back. <laughs> and what we're learning right now is that California is very, very different from New York and Connecticut. Indeed. That's, that's it is. I love you guys have second and third homes over here. <laughs> like we love New York. We love New York. Love it. Great place. The energy is amazing. But we're always going to have a home in California. You know, you guys are what? Uh, you guys are all heart and we're the soul. <laughs> There you go. Heart and soul. I, I don't even know where to go. I mean, you say things like, you know, my strategy for 2023 and 2024 is more parties. And Roberto and I are scratching our head like, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Get out there. I mean, you have to know your numbers. You have to know your numbers. You have to know your business. But if you're if you're a working agent and making money, you know it. You know it. So people are not choosing us solely on that. They want the whole experience. They want to trust you. They know that you're going to go out there and fight for them and get them the best deal that make it work. Um, she just said something yeah. too. I met 
grounding it back to social media. That's what I think is so great about social media, because I think that watching someone's behaviors and, and seeing what they're about on social media gives you an insight of who they are. And I think it builds trust. And that's another reason I think it's important. It's great. People watch this show, they don't say, I want to party with those two guys. No, no. So they want to know what Jamie Dimon said and whether the market is going to get nervous. So, and you guys are like, yeah, whatever. You know. We're going to loosen that little tie. <laughs> we're going to have some fun. And we're going to do some business. He loves that propeller. He loves it. <laughs> so we saw you in Dana Point. Oh, business good time. We times. I was the only one in a bow tie. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's what was so great about it. Was your brand? Yes, it's it's your brand. brand. You love like it. it. Now love you look it. like Dean Martin. I mean, come on. <laughs> cool guy. Cool guy. How can you go wrong? Bro, I got to. You know, I got to say, listen. For in this hour, one of the things that I've learned about you guys that I really think is amazing is that this process of finding a place and selling can be very stressful, et cetera, et cetera. And you guys seem to be making it fun. And that's a big thing because uh, I like to have fun with my clients and we have a great time. But I mean, you, you guys are on a different level. Um, and I think that's really, really great. It can I be think strange. I learned a lot today. And it wasn't necessarily what you said, but how you say it and what you emphasize <laughs> and the attitude. And the attitude right. is a big difference. And I love attitude it. Everything. Yeah. Well, we want happy lives, right, people? Yes. We want, to, we want to love what we do. We want to yeah. love who we surround ourselves with. We don't want to move people here that we don't like. We it goes to back to the first people. question. Yeah. Uh, and maybe this encapsulate the whole hour right here. The first question that you ask a buyer is, let's talk about the energy. Let's talk. Of, let's make sure that the energy is good. And I think that really set the whole tone for how you interact with us, how you interact with your clients and your friends. If you can start a business conversation with, let's talk about the energy in the room. I know. And a lot of our clients are engineers and mathematicians. And we're like, why did you pick on? Oh, God. And that is really strange, too, is we have a lot of engineer and analyst clients. And you would think that they would not want to work with people like us. And, but we have a lot of them. It's really oh, strange. And we end up becoming great friends with them. And they calculate things while we're talking to them or whatever. But they, you know, we're yeah. lucky. They, they still want to work with us. Yeah, that's great. All down the lifestyle, right? Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for a really great show. Thank you. I'll follow you on Instagram. And Thank Mercury you. We'll follow all you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll Cindy and, and Misty on Instagram, right? Yeah. Cindy and, and Misty. on YouTube. We need more than our moms following us on YouTube. It's only so. our parents We're following us it. right now. So if you go follow on YouTube, we appreciate the, the follow. <laughs> Okay, we'll follow. Right, guys, thank you Bye so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah.